Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? That's how I feel. I don't know why you're clapping. I'm talking about you. question until you ask it correctly welcome to the reformatory the podcast where we ask and answer the questions of life and theology in a very haphazard manner my name is daniel Corey. i'm a pastor at king's cross church in kirkland <laughs> i'm josh loftus member at king's cross church in kirkland washington just trying to haphazard. keep it real yeah you're, yeah, yeah you're real, getting dude. too real because <laughs> it's true <laughs> in a theologically robust robust yeah haphazard way yeah yeah that's exactly right so josh what we got today bae Bay. Oh, yeah. thank you. Very, very endearing. Uh, today is an excellent day. A red letter day. A red letter day. There's love in the red letters. Name the band. Come on, it's right up here. Um, Come on. You should know this. There's love Michael in the Jackson. red letter. You are so far away from being correct. It's not even funny. DC Talk. Never okay. Sorry. Forget it. Uh, we have a new sponsor. Yeah. We have another sponsor. And Josh, what it's is still this beard products? <laughs> <laughs> we are attracting the bearded sponsors, hey, which I love. I dig it. I absolutely love this sponsor for this and the next uh, quite, quite actually, quite a few apps. Uh, Renewed Man Grooming. So good. They sent us a box, a goodie box. Yeah, filled with delectable, incredible things. Yeah. I'm wearing one right now. I'm wearing the uh Gypsy's Tabuk. Tabak uh Tabak. Tabak. Yeah. I was trying to be I was trying to it, You made something. it sound exotic. Yeah, I, I was it, trying to make it, it sound exotic, right? The so you're sending us some balms, oh, some man, oils, some, balms, some beard oils, renewedman.com. Uh they're on Instagram at renewedmangrooming and this stuff this stuff's amazing. Wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna geek out for a minute. Wow. The Go attention okay. to the labels, yeah. the art, yeah. the sense, yes. the names. Yes. Let me speak to the bearded brethren. Please speak to them. Do yourself a favor. The and buy some babe. of this. Let me speak to the non bearded men. Grow a beard Grow and a beard. then buy some of this. So that you can get this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Great attention to detail. Dude seems like a cool dude. Yep. And um Man, yeah, I was buy actually. The product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're actually Facebook friends now. He's he's in a similar group that we're in, which is yes. awesome. 
Very, very good. Renewedman.com, at Renewed Man Grooming on Instagram. Go check them out. So, Josh, what do we got today, man? Today, Daniel, I am pretty excited because we have... That's odd because I'm sad. You're sad? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's because you're hungry. You're hangry. No, you're it's hangry like when right you now. get to the end of Lord of the Rings and it's the wedding scene in Minas Tirith oh, and yes. you're like, no, the movie's almost over. It's like happy but awful. Yes. Yes. That's where I feel we're that way about coming to the end of Calvinism. That's fine. That, you know, I understand. Like it's been, a, it's been a good- <laughs> You bow to no one. <laughs> Dude, I lose it <laughs> yeah, every time. It's a great scene. We are at Perseverance of the Saints, the P in Tulip. We're yes. rounding it out with my personal- favorite of the points you're not going to go full john piper and go seven points i yeah well no if i ever reach his status maybe i'll make <laughs> yeah. i'll make up i'll make up two more right yeah i know perseverance of the saints uh is definitely my favorite one of my favorite just theological doctrines in general i think it's one you of the most it. comfort i do i think it's one of the most comforting doctrines in all of scripture do you think it encourages like Laziness, laziness, slothfulness, or like indifference. If you're not doing what you're supposed to be, if you have a bad view of it, sure. But for yeah, you, but for me, no. You're not like no, I can't no, be no. lost. This, this doctrine, Send me the doctrine of perseverance <laughs> of the saints, the fact that our salvation cannot be lost, cannot be thwarted. It's yeah. based completely upon the strength and power of God. That you, fact should that. free us. I think it's. I think it's, it's maybe the most freeing. Oh my of gosh. The points. The pressure is off. The fact that yeah. I cannot lose my salvation. Sure. Is one of the most amazing, comforting, mind blowing, affectionate, causing doctrines. Of all, so of all you would time. say that rather than this causing you to be like arrogant and puffed up. It's actually like a sweet balm of comfort to an afflicted soul. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah, we should. Go for it. Tell me. Saints will persevere. Saints will persevere. Well, that was a great ep, guys. Great. We're uh, wrapping up. Time for a Cory on culture. Yeah. No, so Perseverance of the Saints, uh, I think, is the logical conclusion you must arrive at if you, number one, we think it's biblical. Number two, it makes... uh, Consist er, it it works consistently with the rest of Calvinism. If right. you are dead, if God elects, if He atones and, and pays for um, your sin, and irresistibly moves on you and makes you alive, all of those have been His actions. And right. so, if God is doing all of this work, what God does, He does. He doesn't try. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fail. Then perseverance of the saints must be the logical scriptural conclusion. Yeah. God doesn't fail. So if he tries to save people, he actually saves people. So we would look at Philippians chapter one, verse six. Uh, he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion on mm-hmm. the day of Christ Jesus. So the God who called you, elected you, atoned for you, he will not fail to bring you safely to heaven. Or right. um, all that the Father gives me, I lose not one. I think it's John chapter 6. Yep. Uh, over and over, the scriptures attest that those who are saved, God will faithfully bring into heaven. Yeah, And he will not lose one. Right. So that that's a response to an Arminian 
doctrine, mm-hmm. which would be. I'm trying to think of the opposite of perseverance. The uh, the you you can lose your salvation. You can lose your salvation is the doctrine. I was trying to think of something pithy. But, uh, <laughs> they don't call it like the uh, like, the jeopardy of the saints. Yeah, the je- <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 Are you? Can you? Yes. Will you make the, it to heaven? What is maybe? What is? <laughs> well, Alex, I'd like I'd like losing my salvation for three hundred. <laughs> what is? Quite possibly. Quite possibly. <laughs> it's up to you. Yeah. 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 No. No. It's it's the doctrine that. That and again, just as you know, what, what's interesting, just as the five points of Calvin uh, coexist together and have to stay together, the five points of Arminianism do the same thing. It's just much more detrimental and horrible consequences. That if yeah. you are go- if if you are able to choose God, salvation is based at its core on your mm-hmm. decision to accept the grace that is presented to you. Yeah. If you can make the choice, if you can accept it, you can reject. You it. can unmake it. Yeah. Right? It's something that you have the freedom to do. If if it's if it's your power that accepted it, it's your power that can let it go. I will say this. Yes. Most uh the the point that is most likely accepted by an Armenian person totally is perseverance of the saints. Well, yes, because and, and we, you get the allure <laughs> of it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't like the thought of being able to lose our salvation. That's terrifying. That's yeah, horrible. It's like, not good. I mean, I mean, there are Christian, you know, I quote, yeah, I'll so, say Christian denominations that believe salvation can be lost. Oh yeah. You know, uh, I grew up when I was when I was young. We grew up. Uh, there was a Mennonite community. Oh yeah. That was next to just kind of around our our area, and they one of the the doctrines they you know sure. they would talk about being in or out of grace, is what they Whoa. would say. So like talking about somebody who had walked away, he's like, yeah, he's. He's he's out of grace at the moment. Yeah. You know, and, and, and if they died now. And if they died now, they would go yeah. to hell. And that to me, there is I'm not sure if there is a doctrine that is more terrifying to me than the possibility of being able to lose my salvation. I actually think it cripples the Christian life. Oh I, I actually don't think you get a progress any in the Christian life because you're always well, you're living so in a state of Am I? Am I not? Well, am I? Am I not? Martin Luther dealt with this. Dealt. Right. Dealt. Excuse me. Did I say dealed? Oh my yeah. gosh. It, you're, from you're from Tenasket. You're from Tenasket. They learned you well. They. They Keep did. Going. I learned my stuff well. Martin Luther dealt with this. Yes, he did. Right. He dealt with his assurance of salvation and seeing his lack of holiness, and the holiness of God. Yeah. And, tr- and feeling the pressure of tr- his salvation being based upon his works. Crushed something him. that he has to do and self-mutilation depression anxiety like he went through it all yeah trying to pay a debt that had already been paid yeah right and you hear the pain in his voice as he's talking about like i hated god yeah i hated him he puts he puts these rules that burdens then, you can't and bear burdens i can't yeah. bear and then tells me it's up to you yeah like that's and that's that is not no. the god of the bible no, that is no, no. not what the gospel does. No. So I, I, I would say uh, a consistent Armenian person needs to come down logically on that you the salvation can be lost. Now, many that I've talked to, they they I would say they're inconsistent. I actually think it's a good thing that they are inconsistent at this point. Oh yeah. Um that they would they would say, No, I believe once you're saved, always saved kind of a thing. Um I don't 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 apply that to like I signed a card 
squeezed or raised a hand and threw a pine cone in the fire. But right. they're, they're different topics. Um, if my choosing makes me saved, if I receive the gift, then I guess I can take it back for a refund. You know what I mean? Like yeah. to, just to drive that kind of seat. analogy. You can, you, if if the human will is the determining factor, if God would never act against a human will, then salvation is dependent on mm-hmm. human will, which, spoiler alert, human wills change a fair bit. Oh, every day. Yeah. Sometimes minute by minute. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like right now, I want tacos. Give me an hour, I want pizza. I'm doing intermittent fasting, guys. I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> grumpy. Like... <laughs> Where where I'm, where would, I'm so hungry right where now. Where would where would teriyaki chicken be on the <laughs> no, list? No, don't that, at this moment. Teriyaki chicken is not what I want. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh man. So this we would say. <laughs> I I I'm actually concerned when it comes to folks who think you can lose your salvation. Oh yeah. Um, I think it like you said with Luther. I think it cripples. I think it loads with a whole bunch of guilt. I think it um, makes it so that you cannot progress far down the the road of being a pilgrim on the path to the eternal city. Like you, you, you just don't go very far because you keep coming back to that question: Am I saved? Am I not saved? Right. Now, an Arminian person would often one of the accusations that they would say is that wouldn't the doctrine of perseverance of the saints lead to very loose, sinful living. Well, like, Paul asks that question. Well, hold on a second. I'm sorry. Did I did I jump the? And gun? so they would. He did. I'm sorry, gun jumper. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, so they would say it's the fast. If I, if I, <laughs> yeah, get it over get with. Get it over with. Just say it. I'm hungry. <laughs> yes, Paul. Yes. So they would say, um, well, if you can't be saved, then just go live it up. Like wh- right. what? What's the right. motive for Frivolity. holiness now? Right. And 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 Paul actually addresses that. Paul, Josh, would he you did, read that? I, he did. You know what Paul says that I didn't know you, did you, you know, knew that. Did you know Paul asks that question? I did. What did he say? He says, "Should we <laughs> sin that grace may abound?" And an Arminian who would look at a Calvinist would say, "The Calvinist would have to say, say yes. yes, of course." Now, what does Paul say? He says, "No, we should not." He actually says. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. And if yes, there's there's actually he uses it's the strongest it's, it's the way strongest way to say okay. no. Paul it's says like hell when your no. mom yeah. <laughs> it's like when your mom says no. Right. And she means it. Or your mother in law says no. <laughs> <laughs> there is no stronger no than the, than the no of a mother in law. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, Paul Paul is very, he says, no, no, it's not. And the reason for that is because we as Christians, because we have been saved, because our salvation is secure, we then live our lives unto God in his glory. You've been given a new nature. You've been given a new nature. New You've been given finally the ability for the first time not to sin. You have yeah, that yeah. ability yes. now, right? Because yeah. before before Christ, all we did was sin. Yeah. All we did was all we're, of our we're acts not, were We're not going to get into the whole perfectionism. No, 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 no. But you have we a new heart sin. that wants to obey him. Yes. If you love me, right. you will keep my commandments. Right. That's right. what he says. Yeah, and we do it out of love. We do it yeah. out of joy and not out duty? of thankfulness. Not like cold-hearted, earn your salvation kind of thing? Unless you're reformed. 
No, fundamentalist. <laughs> fundamentalist. fundamentalist. That's fair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fundamentalist will and say, yeah. this is what holiness looks like. If you're not doing this, then you are not righteous. Here's my thing against and, the fundies. Yes. They don't have a lot of fun. Despite the name. <laughs> despite the name. Yes. Yeah, it's tr- it's it's true. Yeah, it's I, had a, I had a professor who would always say, "You know what's wrong? Fundamentalism is uh, not enough fun and not enough mental." Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, be, I mean, when you here's the thing: when you start taking the gift of grace. Now, again, we aren't again we aren't saying there's no do's and don'ts in Christianity. It's not what we're saying. No, we have a standard to live by. But when you take the grace that has been given to you by God and you reduce it down to, well, now I have to just do all this because that's what I'm supposed to do. Like you're missing the point. The perseverance of the saints, that doctrine frees you to live unto Christ. It is such a wonderful and freeing doctrine. It doesn't, it doesn't tie you up. It frees you to now live in liberty to the glory of God. Now, yes, there is many debates on what that looks like. But we don't just earn God's favor after we're saved. We didn't earn it to get saved. We don't work to stay saved. It's this. And for some reason, we have this mentality, I think, in reformedom that just because that that now that we've been saved, we now have to earn it yeah we have to be worthy of it and what we forget is no god isn't looking at you he's looking at christ yeah christ is standing in between us and god as the mediator even now pointing to us and saying these people are mine when you look at them you look at me yep that's what christ is doing and for some reason we have this desire that now that we've been saved of grace nothing yeah and now we have to now we have to Work, work for it. Now we got to earn it. We got to show that, that that we were worth it. I was a good investment. Right? Yes, we have to show that we were a good investment. Newsflash, you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. God didn't gain anything by saving us except no. his own glory. Sure. Right? So perseverance of the saints frees you to understand no matter what you do, mm-hmm. no matter what you say, your salvation is secure because it's based upon the sure. work of Christ Mm-hmm. not your own work. Mm-hmm. And that's why we can believe in it. So one of the other ways that perseverance, because even the way we say it in English, perseverance, this is the only, again, I knock on those who rename it. Yes. Um, preservation. I like the preservation of the saints. You like the preservation better than perseverance? I do. Because preservation both are true. puts more, both are true. Preservation puts more emphasis on the one that is doing the preserving. Yes. Whereas persevering, it, it's, it's ambiguous. It, it, it's very kind of us focused. Yeah, or it's yeah. ambiguous. Or, or it's ambiguous. It's stating the truth well, that they nice. will endure, not saying it's not stating how they will endure. They the how of the will they endure is God preserves them. Right. And what's nice is you can use preservation and still keep the P. I know. Yeah. I still have two love. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. So, one of the texts that we would, um, again, now if someone were were doubting this, were questioning this. I would drive them right to John chapter six. Oh yeah, yep. All that the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. So, all that the Father gives to me, unconditional election, election, 
they will come to me and I will never grace. cast them out. Yes. Perseverance of the preservation of the saints. Preservation of the saints. For I've come down from uh, heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Mm-hmm. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I should lose nothing of all that he has given me, but raise it up on the last day. Right. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. That's perseverance. I don't know how you read that. You can't and read- say, my. Be- I mean, unless you would say my believing makes me or doesn't make me part of the gift. I mean, you yeah. have to do gymnastics. You have to do advanced yoga to advanced, get out of this. Yes, advanced yoga. Like this isn't just this is this is this is this is beyond downward dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. So four chapters later, John chapter, chapter 10. ten. That's verses 27 through 29. What does he say? He says, this is this is Jesus speaking. He says, my sheep. Mm-hmm. That's ownership. My sheep. Jesus knows who his sheep are. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Yeah. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me election, is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. So my question is, mm-hmm. why would you want to believe that you can lose your salvation? Um, so, I have so trouble thinking of an answer. I, I wrestle with it. To me, I think it makes sense from the logical progression of their system. Right, so, but, so, but but why so would that's you, not a motive? Yeah, right. Rather than <laughs> why would you voluntarily? So to me, if your whole system leads you to a position where you say I can't defend this scripturally, then go back and reevaluate the rest of your system. Don't don't hold to a conclusion. Right, that doesn't make any sense. the 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 imagery in chapter ten is amazing. You're in Christ's hand, right, and you're in the Father's hand. It's Double Both. coverage. Both. So Nothing's for you there. to fall, yeah. you have to... Um, well, you have to overpower... Yes, you do. Two hands of two members of the Trinity. There's a... It's not going to work. It's not going to happen. I'm tempted to go... But that still doesn't answer my question, though. So, so but... Like, I understand... The I understand, why? Yeah, I understand that it's the logical progression. I understand all that. You, my question is... Why would you voluntarily be like, oh, this is a, this is a good doctrine. I, I want to believe that I can lose my salvation. You, to me, you, that is terrifying. You have, to, you have to prioritize something that's even greater. That's got to be the, the supremacy of the will of man. Oh, man. And you, I, to, to me, that's the only motivation. Now, if there are others, like, hey, like, interact with us. Send us, send us yeah, if you think that you found. Um, one of the... I'm actually going to see if it's in, the, in here. There was a illustration that I, that I heard once it was about Ebenezer Erskine who's a great Scottish preacher and he went to visit a lady in his church who was dying and so like this is his pastoral visit of right you're about to leave this life right we need to talk mm-hmm. and uh so he went and chatted with her and uh I'll, I'll just read what I what I've got here he says that uh Ebenezer Erskine lovingly tested her readiness for heaven 
when she assured him that she was ready to depart and to be with Christ because she was in that hand from which no one could pluck her. Erskine asked her, I love this pastor, dude. He says, but are you not afraid that you will slip through his fingers in the end? She said, that's impossible because of what you have always told us. He said, and what is that? She said that we are so united to Christ and we are a part of his body. I cannot slip through his fingers because I'm one of his fingers. Besides, Christ paid too high a price for my redemption to leave me in Satan's hand. If I were to be lost, he would lose more than I. I would lose my salvation, but he would lose his glory because one of his sheep was lost. I think she was ready for heaven. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh man, dude! How solid is that? How can That's, I? How can I fall from his hand? You're one of his fingers. Yeah, you are literally brought into his body by means of the spirit. Oh, you, you That's heavy. You can't fall. No. And listeners, that that is your Jesus. But we preach it now. That that is who Christ <laughs> is. Yes. Right. Like, don't don't believe in any other. Why would you want? Why would you look for any other Christ other than that one? I can't imagine living this life without that Christ holding me. Can't. I can't do it. Like, I know my failures. I know my anxiety. I know my depression. I would. I would be in such a fast tailspin if I had sure. to worry about the assurance of my salvation on top of all everything else. Yeah. That is not the Christ that paid the price on Calvary. No. No, and I, and I think it comes back to really whose hands does our salvation rest? Uh the pastor I grew up under, he said if I could lose my salvation I would. Yeah. And like I I I got that. Yeah. Like I resonate with yep. If I have a if if I can mess it up I I will yeah um, one of the uh, quotes I really like by John uh, Calvin on this is he says just with regards to who's the one who keeps us who's the one who preserves us is if it's man like we're we're boofed yeah if it's God it's, <laughs> putting it nicely. it's settled yeah. he says all of our progress and perseverance are from God mm. like remember whose work it is and that answers the question. If salvation is of man, scripturally speaking, none can be saved. No, no. If salvation is of God, all that he chooses will be saved. Right. Yeah. Spurgeon said, if God lights the candle, none can blow it out. That's a savage quote. There, there is nobody. Our flesh, this world, or Satan himself yeah. will be able to extinguish the light of salvation that has been given to you through Christ. There is nothing that you can no. do, nothing no. that you can say, just as there was nothing that you could do to earn your salvation. Now that you have been bought with Christ, there is absolutely nothing that you can do yeah. to lose that salvation because it's not based on you. It's based on the power of Christ mm-hmm. and he lacks no power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who is strong enough to take you out of the father's hand? Like there's like, I love the way it says, and none are stronger than him. No, like no, none. Who? Who is more powerful than the all-powerful? No one. No one. No one. And I love, Danny, I love, this is why I love the doctrines of grace is because where we started, mm-hmm. we started in such darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at us, our sinful flesh, sure. our, our inability to love God. Look at where we have ended. Yeah. 
everything, the entirety of the gospel, the entirety of Calvinism, the doctrines mm-hmm. of grace, points to the power and supremacy and glory of God in the gospel. Yep. God's saving power, his sustaining power, his sanctifying power, all of it is for his glory and has been given to us freely through Christ. Yeah. This doctrine, and again, like how to wrap this up, how can you be cagey about this? We how manage. can you be a jerk? Yeah, we manage. You cannot, if you yeah. under, if you comprehend even the smallest amount sure. of this doctrine and it causes you to be arrogant, yeah. or it causes you to be a jerk, reevaluate. You do not understand this doctrine. Sure. This, this should make us the greatest evangelists. Yeah. This should make us the most fervent worshipers. Sure. And Bold this, as lions. And this should make us just, just yeah. so loving. Yeah. Yeah. The response should be boldness in the gospel, not arrogance. Yeah. Or it should be zeal, not um, jerkedness. Cage stagery. <laughs> Cage stagery. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, 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 should, it should lead to worship. And that's why I love that we picked up the Calvinism right after we looked at Soli Deo Gloria. Because it, it naturally flows right. right out of if all things and that's a and that is a Protestant Orthodox Christian belief that all things abide to God or bound to God's glory. In salvation, only one will receive the glory. Yep. Now either it was man yep. for a choice that he made, which I would argue, and I know I would have brothers and sisters who would vehemently disagree with me, if you made the choice to be saved and it rested on your will, then I believe you have cause for boasting on the last day over all who Mm. were too stupid to make that same choice. I get that that is a hard thing to hear that you would thankfully and rightfully like uh, revolt against that. Right. If you can say the reason I'm in heaven is because of a choice I made. And the reason that person is in hell is because they were too stupid or too thick-headed or too stubborn. Yeah. It, it can't be anything God did or didn't do. No, no. If that's the difference, then I think there's cause for boasting. And Paul mm-hmm. says, without equivocation, no one will boast on the last day. No. And the reason no one will boast on the last day is because salvation was not, is not anything we've done. Right. It's all of God. Well, and that's the picture we have in heaven. We are yeah. all there, unified in one voice, praising and bringing glory to God. There's a lot of boasting in heaven, but it's oh, all it's in boasting, boasting in Him. In, yes, in the in, oh, in the power. So we're of pro Christ. boasting. Yes, just not boasting in self. No, boasting your weakness. That's what Paul says, because yeah. that points to Jesus yep. and His strength. Cool. Daniel, this is this, this was I've a fun really, series. I I enjoyed this. Was this fun. was a lot of fun. Um, I think it's the perfect wrap up. And which before yes. before we before we leave it, yes. One last thing. Christians should find so much comfort in these truths. Oh yeah, they, these should be the balm of assurance to a troubled soul. Yep. That when in doubt, when afflicted, when concerned. If I look to myself, I will see every reason for doubt. If I look to Christ, I will see every reason for confidence. Yeah. And so Calvinism in a nutshell, salvation is all of God. 
and we should look to Christ. Amen. That's the most simple way to describe it. Salvation is all of God. And he, therefore, he will receive all the glory. That's and right. I am 100% okay with that. Me too. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you, man. <laughs> I good. I'm with you, Bay. What else you got for me? <laughs> We're going to do something a little different. I'm pulling an audible. I just had this thought. We're doing something mm. a little different. I, Whoa. I've got a song for you. All right. That I found to be the perfect way to wrap up this series. I'm on I'm on your blind side. I got yeah, your back. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> this is a song I love. Okay. And I know it's going to be a song you love too. Okay. Yep. I know it. Play it for me. All right. This is called uh and I thought it was it, it was perfect. This song's about heaven. Okay. This song is about us finally being in heaven. Is and it bringing... I can only imagine. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Good, because I was going to say. I can only imagine. No, I okay. would not do that to okay. you. Uh, this is a song called "The Highland Hymn." Oh, you say you cry on this one, and it's from our yeah, lovely, lovely Papa Sproul. For real, I've never heard it. Okay, here we go. And I, I'm not going to do much talking. Just because, like, I, I want I want our listeners to Close listen. It this out. is the perfect wrap up for Doctrines of Grace. I might talk. Solid so far. I love the chorus. It's flutes will play, pipers sing. I have heard when it. When we s- see him face to face. Oh. Dude, it's got that anthem drive. I love it. It's good. You know, it was R.C. Sproul that taught me like these doctrines. I remember sitting as at his feet a 14 year old kid <laughs> watching the VHS tapes yeah. of him next to his chalkboard telling me how bad I was and how good Jesus is ooh that and I like that like I've, I'll get choked up just thinking about yeah. that because of just the amazing truths that these doctrines have yeah it just it it kicks you man I've thought about having a, a, a green chalkboard in my office. Yeah. With with written on there the in Latin the at the same time yes. sinful and justified. Yeah. In a shout out to Doctor. That would be le- and then like underlined three times like he yeah. used to do it. That would be legit. All right, this is the best part of the song. Worshiping right now, man. This is good. Those presbies know how to do the music. So good. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an awesome series. We thank you for listening with us. 
We pray that it has been encouraging to you. Follow us on all the socials at Reformatory Pod. Head over to RenewedMan.com, get some beard oil, and we will leave you with R.C. Sproul, the Highland Hymn. Oh. Bye.